Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. So thankful you're here with us. So glad to be your host. Yes, I did study Biblical Archaeology briefly at a doctoral level. Never finished. Just wanted to share that. I think some have a question about that. But anyhow, let's get started. We're so glad you're here with us. By the way, I've actually done a little biblical archaeology, but very little. But <laughs> maybe, that, and I've told that story a few times. Maybe we'll tell it again sometime. All right, so the Balaam inscription. This is one of the most incredible, you know, maybe in my top five or ten of discoveries of all time. And so Balaam inscription dates somewhere between 840-760 BC. We're getting all this from Wikipedia, the 9th or 8th century BC inscription about a prophet named Balaam of the Book of Numbers. Now, this is also known as the Deir Allah inscription, the D-E-I-R Allah, A-L-L-A inscription, or the Balaam son of Beor inscription. It's known in archaeological circles as KAI-312 and discovered in 1967 excavation in Deir Allah, Jordan. It's currently in the Jordan Archaeological Museum. <laughs> Let's look at this. The excavation revealed a multi-chamber structure which had been destroyed by an earthquake during the Persian period, so, you know, 2,500 years ago, on the wall of which was written a story relating visions of Balaam, son of Beor, seer of the gods. Now, what's significant about that? What were you supposed to do with scripture in the Old Testament? Yeah, I have it all over your house. So here they had this on their wall. And it says it may be the same Balaam mentioned in Numbers 22 through 24 and other passages in the Bible. Most would say it is. There are minimalist archaeologists that aren't going to agree with anything, any find, anywhere, regardless of the evidence. The Deir Allah inscription describes Balaam in a manner which differs from that given in the book of Numbers. That's his Wikipedia. Balaam's god is associated with the goddess Ashtar, a god named Shigar, and Shadayan, uh, perhaps meaning gods and goddesses. Now, notice this. This is 700 years or so after the episode in Numbers. So his hagiographa, that would be like us writing about the Magna Carta or something, you know, or the Battle of Bonnickburn. So things get shrouded. It also features the word Elohim, taken to mean gods in the plural rather than the Hebrew deity. Now, that's interesting as well. The Oxford Handbook of Biblical Studies describes it as the oldest example of a book in a West Semitic language written with an alphabet and the oldest piece of Aramaic literature. Though containing some features of Aramaic, such as the word bar, son, and that's same as Hebrew, rather than the Canaanite ben, like Ben-Hadad, it also has many elements of Canaanite languages, leading some to believe it was written in a dialect of Canaanite rather than the early form of Aramaic the inscription's been dated from 880 to 770 B.C. It was painted on ink on fragments of plastered wall. Red and black inks were used. Red apparently to emphasize certain parts of the text. How about that? A red letter <laughs> a biblical prophet. 119 pieces of ink-inscribed plaster were recovered. The wall near the summit of the tell, or the mound, was felled by a tremor. 
red lettering before Louis Klopsch in 1898, who gave us the red letter Bible. Okay. The text in modern Hebrew letters is available online. The text is difficult to read and interpret. Here's one reconstruction translation of uh, the text. So I don't know if I'm going to read this whole thing. It's uh, 16 lines and then 21 lines. Let's just read some of it. This is the inscription of Balaam, son of Beor. He was a divine seer, and the gods came to him at night, and they spoke. See, this is, that's very biblical of what happened to him there. According to him, according to the vision of El, yeah. And they said to Balaam, son of Beor, this will do in the future. No man has seen what you have heard. Balaam rose on the morrow days and on the day, and truly he wept. And his people came to him, and they said to Balaam, son of Beor, why do you fast? Why do you weep? And he said to them, be seated, and I will show you the Shaddai and have done. And go, behold, the workings of Elohim, the Elohim have joined forces. Now, notice in the Bible, Elohim, obviously, reference to God, but sometimes it's God and the host. I think it's in Psalm 8. You know, Elohim obviously means angels. He's made a little lower than the angels. It may not be the exact reference, but it's in Scripture. Okay, and the Shadan have established a council, and they have said to Shigar, Ishtar, sow up and cover the heavens in dense clouds so the darkness and not brilliance will be the concealment and not bristling light. You may instill dread darkness and never raise your voice again, for the swift crane will shriek insult to the eagle, and the voice of vultures will resound distress and trouble. The chicks of the heron, sparrow, and cluster of eagles, pigeons and birds, and the rod... Where there are ewes, there shall be brought the staff, hare's feet. Now, he was probably alive during the time of darkness in Egypt. Now, it didn't affect Goshen. Maybe he knew of it. Maybe it affected other parts of the world like the darkness in Jesus' day and probably in Joshua's day as well. But anyhow, let's keep going. Pigeons and birds and a rod where are used, there will be brought the staff. Hares feed together freely. Drink asses and hyenas. Hear the admonition, adversaries of Shagar Ishtar. To skilled diviners, you shall be taken in an oracle, a perfumer of myrrh, and a priestess, to one wearing a belt, one augur after another, and another, one, and give heed to incantations from afar. All beheld acts of restraint. Shagar, we, Ishtar, did not. The piglet, the leopard, the cause of the young to flee, too girded and beheld. And uh, it's several blank lines. And then we come to line five of the second inscription. Satisfies El, love making an El, built an eternal home, a house, a house, a house, which no travelers enter, nor does a bridegroom, a house, as a warm rot from a grassy grave. From the reckless affairs of man and from the lustful desires as worm rot. To me, it, if it is for the counsel, no one will consult you. For his advice, no one will take counsel. He breaks from the bed. They cover themselves with a wrap. One, behold, you hate him. He will become mortally ill. Behold, you punishment and worm rot. It reminds me of wormwood. Under your head, you shall lie on your eternal bed to pass away. Corpse moans in his heart. He moans, daughter, their king shall behold. Baal, is that right? Yeah. There's no compassion when Mott sees an infant 
and an infant. Now, Mott is this uh, uh, ancient Canaanite of god of death. He was very popular in the ancient world, Ugaritic and all of this. Ugarit. Um, an infant shall endure the heart of the corpse as desolate as he approaches Sheol. I find it so fascinating. They all have this concept of this underworld, like hell's in the center of the earth, like the Bible describes. Sheol, I mean, look, you had Pluto amongst the Greeks and the Romans and all this. So to the edge of Sheol and the shadow of the hedge, there's even places in the ancient Near East that are the gates of hell and all this. Uh, you know, uh, an infant there shall endure the heart of the corpse is desolate. I've read that. The quest of the king becomes his moth, and the quest of and seers your quest has become distant from you. Why? To know how to deliver an oracle to his people. You have been condemned for what you have said and banned from pronouncing words of execration. It reminds me of the execration tablets that were so ubiquitous in the ancient Near East, especially in Egypt, where they put curses on people like voodoo dolls. We've done a podcast on execration text. So the Balaam inscription, I mean, that's just fascinating. You have Because it would be one thing if it was just another guy named Balaam. But Balaam, son of Beor, yeah, that's a little too close. So a, a massive biblical figure who gave a prophecy of Messiah in 2417 of Numbers. So we want to say thank you. God bless you. Thanks for being with us. Join us daily and pray for us. Share with your friends, family, church family, college groups, and leave us a five-star review. It really helps. We'll talk with you later. Again, join us again daily. Love you. Bye.